0: Ladies and gentlemen, the time has come. It is time for the Eat, Sleep, Elite, Repeat podcast. Your weekly AEW review and breakdown. Introducing first, most illustrious and professional wrestling podcast, Gnarly Charlie. Let's go, my brother. They call me the Duke. They call me the Digital Phantom. I'm the Duke of Derbs, also known as Garrett. How are you doing today, Charlie? I
1: love the Digital Phantom, by the way, brother. I gotta say, the Digital Phantom actually flows so fucking well. Garrett, I'm doing great, man. We just got off of seeing a fun um, Dynamite. Fuck, Botchmania again! Fuck! We We did watch
0: Dynamite (laughs) this week, so we got
1: off seeing a fun Rampage here, seeing CM Punk wrestle again in tights still not a fan i i prefer <laughs> i still prefer
0: trunks i don't know trunk punk trunk punk all day no i mean if that's you know i still speculate it's because he doesn't like the look of his legs right now which you know like i don't know i, I thought he looked or fine he saved the trunks. legs for
1: big pops bro popping for uh, the calves fuck oh know.
0: all right <laughs> fuck it you're right but before we uh move too further along here in the show uh i do want to go ahead and hit a little bit of housekeeping at the beginning so there's a few things we want to Murder. show Exactly. Bird. Bird. Yep. 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 Bird. yep. 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 Oh my gosh. Oh my
1: goodness. <laughs> just, just over and over. It doesn't exactly. matter. Sorry.
0: It doesn't matter what your bird is. No, in any anyway, Um but yeah, so first, uh go ahead and if you are listening to this on iTunes, Apple Pod uh, well, sorry, on Apple Podcasts on Spotify or on Google Podcasts, I keep calling it iTunes, um, make sure you go ahead and like follow and subscribe and so that you make sure you get your download of this into your uh, respective, you know, uh, receptacle for podcasts. Me and your feeds
1: it. every Saturday, baby. Come on, exactly, exactly. No, you, you want that it. wrestling? You
0: stay it. And also, um, leave us a review as well, five stars, please, and let us know. And um, if you know, if you want to put something fun in there, ask us a wrestling question. You know, I'll, I'll I'll start looking at those once we start getting some more of those, but. Um, the other thing I want to go ahead and shout out, you can follow me on Twitter at Bain duke B-A-N-E-D-U-K-E, and Charlie, you shout out your Twitter as well.
1: Yeah, and you can also tweet us, tell us to fuck off, and uh, my Twitter is mm-hmm. o Charlie, and that is O-H-C-H-X-R-L-I-E. We do the out here. So,
0: <laughs> without further ado, let's get into the stuff. Uh, so, let's go with our favorite segments, and I think I went first last week, so I will go ahead and throw it to
1: you, Charlie. All right, man, um, we had some really good segments this week. Per the usual, and you know, not only did we start off with a hot match this week, Garrett. We finished with a hot match in Dynamite, and my favorite segment this week, the favorite, is the Casino Ladder Match. Now, cowboy that- shit, cowboy <laughs> shit. <laughs> we were predicting last week; it was pretty. <laughs> uh, it was pretty clear as day. Hangman was going to be the Joker, but that made narrative sense in the story. And I'm, and you never really know. They could have pivoted on that trying to try and
0: they, get a swerve, you know?
1: They could have sh- fucking threw Big Show out there, you know? Paul White, Tall or Paul. Or just a
0: signing. You just never know with contracts these days. Like, you just don't know. Like, there were people that could have been,
1: like, yeah. And, you know, Hey Man Returns, but it was, was yeah. massive fucking pop. Massive. It was very fun. Um, but overall, the ladder match, I mean, there were some deadly spots. Where We were predicting last week someone might die. And, dude, I, I think Andrade was about six inches away from death. I, there were
0: several spots that could have. I mean, there's a lot of spots in a in a ladder match like this where uh, you could potentially get really hurt. Um, <laughs> and it's usually on something stupid that somebody actually does get hurt in a match like this. Like, you know, we've seen, like, the one that I always go back to is that bump that Kevin Owens took on the edge of the ladder a few years back. Like, And I'm like, how does that not break your spine, you know? But, like... It just yeah. doesn't, you know. Like sometimes the things that look like they hurt the most, like they've done enough practice. Well, not even practice. I mean, you don't even have any practice for that. But like you know, like but there was one spot for me, like the Pac just taking a bump off the ladder onto his shoulders. Like there's oh, no way that goodness. one didn't hurt. Yeah, I and mean, it's no way that it didn't like. Ugh, yeah, damn, from you... from
1: Hangman putting him through there, and and right before that is the Andrade one, and it was with Pac again. You know, they were doing their butts and Andrade. He, he, I mean, that must have been like 16 feet. It was a really fun match. I mean, hangman's, lariats. I mean, uh, hangman is so smooth. Crispy, if you will.
0: It's a term that I like to use to describe when I see good work. It's crisp. I think I've heard other wrestlers. Other wrestlers. Other wrestlers. I'm a wrestler, guys. No, I think I've heard wrestlers describe it that way, too. The bookshop lariats,
1: crisp.
0: It, I just think everything that a lot of the guys in AEW do in the ring is really crisp. It's just a, you know, and that's a good sign because it means like almost everybody in the company is a pretty solid worker, and you can really tell when the person out there does is green in a place like AEW because how many good workers yeah. they have, you know.
1: And I so. want to say, um, even though it wasn't the main focus of the match, I thought Matt Hardy did well for what he was what he was given. You know, we, he had a really nice side effect on uh, Orange Cassidy that I really liked. But uh, Pac and Andrade had a lot of spots together in there. He
0: had a ladder spot where he did like the classic Hardy ladder spot of like the, the leg drop through the table. Yeah, so it was like a throwback was nice. to like TLC1 or something like, so, which he does not like every ladder match he's in because it's a good spot. It always looks clean. And, and just having Matt
1: good. Hardy in this, it, you know, is when you look back on it and you're looking back at the casino ladder match history. When you see Matt Hardy in it, you're like, oh shit, a ladder match with Matt Hardy. All right. this I always watch these.
0: At the very least, you're going to get a well-booked spot fest because Matt Hardy has been a part of the greatest ladder matches of the last like 20 years, you know, like, so it's like. Absolutely. Just on paper, when I saw he was in it, I was like, there's a reason. It's not just because they want to have the HFOs involved in this. Like they they could not do that and just have another person in there and it'd be fine. But they want to have somebody who's got the experience putting together a big giant ladder match like this before.
1: Absolutely. And the second part of this match is let's talk about the winner. So hangman page did return and he did win. He did, in fact, win this match. Yep. I think I I think Tony did a really good job with this holding holding this off from Grand Slam, holding this off from Rochester, and letting it kind of be its own thing tonight. And it really made it work. I think it made it work even better. Had it of, you know, they've just shoved it in between all the other stuff we had going on the past couple weeks. And I think Hangman winning this it really does make the most sense. We finally okay. we're gonna get Hangman versus Kenny. There's, I mean, there's mm-hmm. so much in this feud.
0: So my question is this: Do you think this is like that? We're like gonna put the Danielson feud on hold, and this goes to the next pay per view or something like that? Or do I you think, think this is
1: your main event for full gear. Yes.
0: And that maybe that Danielson will somehow like, ah, see, it's weird. Cause I don't like them booking like a couple of weeks of television on a feud like well, that.
1: Well, here's the thing. they You know, which they announced that world title eliminator tournament bracket. So, you know, we'll get more about that next week on dynamite. We'll get the actual bracket and we can, you know, do a prediction in the winter and all that. But I think Danielson, they, he had his match. So now I think they're going to do this for the title. You know, it is kind of a money in the bank in a way, almost. I I like that it's a casino chip. It's fun. It, yeah. A W at its core, you know, all in, double or nothing. It's all about it's all a gamble. Yeah. Every night they go I'm out liking, there. It feels like a gamble. Yeah, you know? it's a gamble. It's beautiful. So, how about you, Garrett? What about your? What was your favorite of the week? So
0: I actually, this was funny. So this is, I said I had written some funny stuff down in my notes this week. So there was an opening match this week that was, uh I think. Uh, the best like multi-man tag match that I've seen since I started watching AEW again. Um, I wrote in my notes that this tag match deleted the universe. Um, <laughs> and this will be even funnier. And we, into the yeah, we it deleted the universe. It's also a Matt Hardy reference, but, um, but yeah, they deleted the universe. But, um, yeah, no, like there was just, I don't even know that I remember a whole lot of the spots from this match. There was just basically everybody's signature offense. There was an odd of insane, like, big bumps like i i will say i'm still not a fan of them opening the show like I'm, I'm sure some people are into this but like i just am not a fan of them opening the show with like eight guys in the ring that all have like decent entrances and i'm like hey, you're doing this just to save time on segments yep. and you're not even going to use later like you'll just cut something else later if you go over on something you know what i mean like so it's like but the match itself didn't suffer at all like it just it felt like i just don't like that visual it just seems weird it, to me it, but it's, it's a exciting, little, but it's a little like gimmicky. But I mean,
1: they, as long as they don't abuse it, right?
0: Right. I mean, they've done it for like every multi man match. Like, one of the teams is always usually in the ring, which is fine because usually the entrances are long because it's a faction Usually it's factions, but it's like I can tell you exactly why it happened because one team would have been a team entrance and the other team would have been. Four different entrances. <laughs> yeah. So it's like you know what I mean. Like it's like so it makes sense. But like oh definitely. Um, but the match itself was really good. Like I really enjoyed it. There was like one spot in it that was hilarious where Adam Cole like they'd just done like three or four like all uh, oh, hell like, broke loose <laughs> suicide dive spots <laughs> yeah. in a row of different variations. Hit yeah, and um then Adam Cole fakes it and it hits an Adam Cole baby, which was just it popped me. I'm not gonna lie. Oh yeah. Um, so that was really good. Like. So yeah, I mean, it was a really, I thought it was a really good match. Multi man matches usually don't get a a nod from me, but this one actually felt like it made sense, especially with the feud going on right now. And I guess technically for now, this is your blow off to that sort of feud, you know? Yeah, we're kind
1: of predicting maybe this is the last time some of these guys, you know, see each other for a little bit. And if this is the blow off, I'm down. My favorite moment was actually was right was that Adam Cole thing. It was awesome. Um, I like I I like that they did the kiss again. It's
0: yeah, I'm starting to get to the point where they're overusing it. They need but, to save but it, but they're going to
1: do it with the three of them, and I'm I'm fine with that as long as they don't just start doing it outside of matches. Um, one of my favorite things was when it was Danielson and Omega. I know, shocker, mm-hmm. and you know, I believe Danielson went for a pin. Omega broke it up, and that was when they went back to it. And then he hit him. He got uh, Danielson got Omega with the cattle mutation. Mutilation, Jesus! You mm-hmm. got him with the cattle mutilation, and then Matt De- Matt Jackson hit the Swanton bomb. I don't know. To me, that kind that of looked like a dangerous spot, bro. I'm yeah, not it was lie. it was dangerous, but just <laughs> that that whole segment of Danielson and Omega, and then Matt Jackson at the end there. It was it was really fun. I mean, this was at the end of the day, this was a fun wrestling match. And when we put on AEW every Wednesday and Friday, that's what we're hoping for. It's fun wrestling, wrestling that gets us excited. And I believe both of these matches delivered and they, they bookended the show, you know? So, yeah, you should start and end with your best matches. Absolutely. And it worked.
0: Um, so yeah, so I guess, uh, off of those favorite segments, um, there was one new story we wanted to hit. We'll just talk about it briefly.
1: Um, it, cause it is important enough. Cause you know, AJ Lee is, has always been a, Prominent, I'm trying to think of the word here. A big name in wrestling. (laughs) Yeah, she's always
0: she's been around for like the last like several years. Yeah.
1: And AJ Lee, AJ Mendez is her real Mm -hmm. name. She is set to return to wrestling in the Wow Superheroes, which is coming out in 2022. This was kind of all over a little bit early on in the week, um, Mm -hmm. with Jeannie Bus kind of being, you know, the owner of the Lakers being at the at the head of it with an executive producer. And I mean, this is it's nice to see AJ Lee. Cause so many of the young women wrestlers are big fans of AJ Lee and they started because of AJ Lee. I mean, the new ROH women's champion, Roxy, she's got she posted pictures of her when she was a young kid posing with AJ Lee and she's holding the Divas title belt. And Cora Jade in NXT, big AJ Lee fan. Like AJ Lee is kind of one of those transcendent wrestlers of the women's division, and it's nice to see her back. It's so crazy that I mean, it makes
0: sense if you think about it that who CM Punk ended up in a you know married to. like. But yeah. it's like if you think about it; they have similar wrestling minds, similar styles, similar like outlooks on life. It seems like, um, and
1: this is all through Viacom CBS, by the way. The so Wild it's wrestling. like another
0: hat in the ring. Imagine if there was like three major different television companies all producing like a, an actually like competing wrestling shows. That'd be pretty crazy. But um, yeah, I don't they, know that that's gonna happen. But we'll, we'll see. But I mean, you know, when you put somebody like aj lee in there i mean you get a good chance all of a sudden that's
1: going to draw more eyes you know right it, away
0: that and like i think it's just you putting yourself in a good position to succeed it's like when you bring in the four like most popular talent in the world to be the the foundation for your promotion like AEW did it's a similar thing it's not as much
1: but you know it's um, a good start and yeah, um, so one of the names that star. they're they're booking with the beginning of it <laughs> yeah uh, Tessa Blanchard is kind of the face of it right now. Um, A lot of people online have their opinions on Tessa. And apparently she's running with the heat and she dropped the nuclear heat uh, t-shirt. So, I mean, people are going to have their own opinions on that. I'm just going to kind of leave it at that and just. Is it the right
0: kind of heat though? I'm not, I'm not joining in on that or anything. Is it the right kind of heat? And if you run with the wrong kind of heat, is that the, is that the wrong move? And again, not knocking Roman Reigns, but I still have not heard a whole lot of people saying, "Man, this is exactly what we're looking for for years when it comes to a heel turn." So,
1: yeah. So, uh, running
0: with the heat sometimes ain't the right move. As and much this as is Tessa's it, first know?
1: return since she was Impact World Champion when she beat Sammy Callahan and they stripped the title from her, and we have not seen her since. So, I mean, it's it's a bold move. I I hope it pays off for the company and for AJ, and you know they figure all this out, but. I mean, yeah, it, that that's worthy of discussion. Seeing AJ Lee come back, you know.
0: Okay, so I, this is going to be some live producing on here. Where? What part of the show did, of um uh, of of the hell is it called? Dynamite? Did the announcement part? What we'll get to come on because I have it not listed in my notes for some reason. Um, I believe. Like which two segments was it between? I think it was between. I think I know what it was between, but I'm not sure.
1: Yeah, it was after Bobby Fish.
0: Gotcha. That's what I thought. After I just Bobby Fish, down, and
1: then amazing. yet they did. The, Apologies, uh,
0: everybody listening. I actually literally just forgot to write that down, even though it's a big thing. Obviously, I fun. just was thinking yeah. about that.
1: Yeah, there it was, was some- a big
0: thing. I just forgot to write it down because um, <laughs> I'm a dumb. But anyway, yeah. So we'll continue on. But yeah. So that being said, yeah. So that's, that's some good news. Um, I don't know about the move to go with tessa blanchard <laughs> But hey, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it's a bold move to say the least. <laughs> Gold it's group. it's i'm saying like i don't you know like because even like i'm not again they're not jumping on any bandwagons or anything like that i just if you know somebody's disliked but then again it also draws eyes so and what? and she's
1: but, doing the nuclear heat shirt i mean that's
0: yeah if you're rolling with it i mean I, yeah you know, so. lean into it you better lean into it fully though or people aren't gonna buy it you know um yeah but yeah so let's go ahead and talk about this the first stuff that happened this week with uh, dark and dark elevation
1: yeah so um dark elevation Another fun start with Emi Sakura with the goat Lulu Pencil um, as her manager. Eddie Kingston is fucking hilarious when it comes to Lulu Pencil. I hope they bring that gimmick to Dynamite. Well, Eddie Kingston's not on commentary for that. so. But uh, she defeated Sky Blue. Sky Blue had a rough week, guys. That's. Uh, it gets better at dark, though. But <laughs> uh, Daniel Garcia in 2.0 picked up a victory. I And then the next one I thought was kind of random. We had Sean Spears and Wardlow defeat Marco Stunt and Fuego del Sol.
0: <laughs> what a weird team.
1: Yeah, a weird right? That team was teams, actually was like, yeah, it like. kind of worked. Lance Archer did one of his classic squatches. Abaddon, proud and powerful. Nice seeing them again. Chris Statlander with the dub. The Acclaimed, as we saw, the Acclaimed ended up becoming the number one contenders. They were number one in the yeah. rankings, and picking up wins in dark and dark elevation helped them with that. And uh, FTR, love seeing them. And Kiss in the main event. So uh, I think the biggest thing I would take away from this, keep an eye on Abaddon. All right. I think uh, that's potential for the title we're going to discuss here in a little bit. Um, AEW Dark, okay. Eddie Kingston, FTR Wardlow, and Sean Spears. It's funny seeing these people all, all getting matches after uh, what they did on Dynamite here leading into it. Uh, Abaddon picks up another victory. Daniel Garcia with another victory. The acclaimed Orange Cassidy with Chuck Taylor and Wheeler Yuta. He, he defeated Nick Camarado. So Nick Camarado getting on uh, TV a couple of times this week. The Gun right. Club. Uh, Diamante defeated Santana Garrett. So this was the Santana Garrett match that they previewed last week. Mm-hmm. So I, I she would be a nice pickup. She was another one that was uh, supposed to go on the main roster. And she got called up but never debuted for WWE. So mm. Sky Blue picks up a win. Serpentico defeated Marco Stunt. Sorry, Marco, brother. It's tough. A rough week for you. Marco Stunt. Varsity Blondes defeated the Wingmen's pretty Peter Avalon and Ryan Nemeth. Wait, didn't pretty. Marco Stunt also eat a superkick somewhere
0: today? Like, or somewhere on the show this these weeks? Yep, like that
1: first, uh, first match. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Ryan Nemeth, uh, Cream Boys. Sunny Kiss picked up another win. And Chris Statlander in the main event gets a win. <laughs> so a couple things I want to keep an eye on there. Um... I don't find it surprising we're getting a lot of uh, women matches, especially in certain characters in both of the shows, because I imagine they're going to be coming up in the TBS title, which we'll get into. But again, I, my favorite thing about Dark and Dark Elevation, Garrett, and this is something that we kind of we talk about on the shows here. Excuse me. Um, the people that have matches on Dynamite and Rampage. A lot of times if it seems out of the blue, like Daniel Garcia, chances are on the two darks, Daniel Garcia was on them both. I mean they they really they kind of boost that record up. They get people like, look, here he comes. Nick Camarado, even though he took an L, he wrestled on dynamite against Arby, you know. And then <laughs> FTR picking up two wins, it's always lovely seeing that. <laughs> and and the I mean, claimed, like we were saying. Oh, yeah.
0: FTR, honestly, I wish we got to see them on TV more, to be honest. like
1: Yeah, no FTR this week,
0: no MJF.
1: There's a couple people.
0: I mean, MJF doesn't need to be on every week. Not to say anything about MJF, I just think he works better in shorter bursts. Well, like uh,
1: if- well I guess technically they were on in masks. Yes, technically. but Oh, well. So yeah, they didn't have their fun. traditional stuff, to say the least. Yeah. So I, if, uh, if we were being technical, yeah, they were on. But, yeah, it's not the traditional. Um
0: it, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I just, I, I, I want to see more out of them because they, we know how good they are.
1: They could have a batch with literally a paper
0: bag. Um Future
1: bros. I mean, let's get it. Exactly.
0: Um. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, dark and dark elevation ten, blah, 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 generally have some pretty good stuff on them. Um. I just need to get myself more into it. Like it's just, I'll get there eventually when I'm like, starved for content in a couple of weeks because i've been like what i do every now and then charlie i don't know about you when i'm watching like a, a couple of things but not like a whole bunch i'll sometimes just miss a few episodes even though i could watch them right away like just so that i oh yeah i have something to watch like i have nothing to watch right now all the Dude, shows I, that i watch I'm are am right like, now man
1: watch the finales of my two favorite current shows right now and now i'm feeling like,
0: like we need to get we, we need to get back into lovecraft country or something but like Dude. um it's now, unlimited guys, season. okay. All right, sidebar. We watched one episode of that show, we're like, Man, that was really good, and we've literally never talked about it since. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, we, and it's not that the show was bad, no, we just haven't overrun. It was a really good show. VE Movie News,
1: Visoki Entertainment. You can see where we discussed that stuff on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, maybe one day we'll actually watch that show and do a review,
0: but um, yeah, anyway, um, so yeah, I mean, Ted Lasso
1: season finale kicked ass. Any of you Ted Lasso brothers out there that watch it.
0: Fun I, that's One that just completely misses me. It's not like Apple Plus or something, right? Yep. Yeah, I just don't have that one. But anyway, um back to wrestling.
1: <laughs> Let's yeah, go to Dynamite. Some dynamite and action, so, huh?
0: So following the fr- the first match, which was just you know, as I said, we were the super
1: elite. I don't think we said that.
0: Of course, yeah, we didn't actually say that. The super the super elite did take the dub there with a little bit of cheaty cheats, you know? Um but um yeah, I mean, and then follows like I feel like they're smart enough to realize that the only way you can follow an absolutely ridiculous match is with CM Punk. This is the only way. Like um, <laughs> just
1: layers of promos real quick. I think we had four back-to-back throw- back promos. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, literally. So well, we'll just let's just go through. But like I just thought the CM Punk is like, you know, he, he, I feel like I'm kind of with him in his own promos. Like he's starting to feel it too. Like only so long before we're gonna we need to get that. Sort of against the grain CM Punk back. I'm, you know, it's, it's coming. Love Fest is great. I imagine one of these days he's going to get into a good feud with somebody. Maybe it's, maybe it's Matt Seidel, but who knows? But like, give it to um, me. Like,
1: maybe that's a drawn out one. I'm telling you, I think back to that place, you know, like, I think CM Punk's feud is going to be Malachi Black. I think that's going to be the one that brings him out of it.
0: Could be. Uh, It really depends on if that's the direction they want to take Black because they could decide, they could pivot to Black being in the title scene. You know what I mean? So it's like, which wouldn't necessarily prevent that few, but I don't know if Punk necessarily wants to be a, in the championship scene just yet, unless it's maybe in the tag team scene, you know? Um, yeah. But yeah. I'm so annoyed that that, that that story only had like a bit of smoke to it, because I would have talked about that too. But um, hey. I did hear him talk about it on a podcast, though, by the way, so it is real, but um, I found the clip, but... Fuck it, I'll bring it up. Actually, this is something because we're talking about Punk anyway, and this is because he doesn't seem to really have a direction right now, and this could be what he's looking at, and this could be why it's a good thing that Brian and that Brian Danielson is being pulled away from Kenny Omega a little bit. So I saw something about in the dirt sheets this week about Daniel Bryan or Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson and CM Punk possibly being a tag team, um, which would just be insane. And there was the tweet,
1: uh, yeah, there was a tweet talking about Brian Danielson and CM Punk will wrestle FTR one day, and we will all rejoice. And FTR and like CM Punk even said noted to the tweet, so there's yeah, there's some fuel there, won. man. So even if it's just on a
0: TV match, right? Don't even have to make him a tag team, but just throw that match onto a TV one day. I'm down. But like, um, but aside from that, like, I feel like that's all I'm getting at. Like, this was an okay promo. We can only do this for so long. I'll be you know eating it up because I love CM Punk. But um, promos
1: on Wednesdays, matches on Fridays. If Punk is is wrestling on Dynamite on. If Punk is our mainstay of Rampage Wrestling, Dude. come in all day.
0: And it might be his idea. It might be like, no, let's put me on this show Wait, wrestling. Put me on so Rampage, you know. It. Book it. It's- yeah. All right. And so let's go to the next segments.
1: Arn Anderson uh, cutting a mean promo on Cody Rhodes. Hold on. Except- did you tell somebody was going to blow their brains out again? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> He's throwing Cody's shit in a fire and Cody's – By the way, Cody just sitting in his house in a full suit. Cody's more far off fuck than we knew. I mean, this guy needs help. You shouldn't be sitting in your living room in a full suit, Cody. What's going on, brother? I mean, (laughs) he is is fucked right now, dude. You know, he's got some problems. Uh, Also, what the hell? That dude's house. (laughs) He's like, I've been waiting for you. What are you doing in my house? You going to shoot me? (laughs) You know, Good stuff. Ar- Arn slaps Cody. He said he could paint a star on his face, Garrett, and everything would be fixed.
0: Yeah, I know. They're they're really taking those shots as much as they can, you know. Um a
1: star on your face and all will be fixed. Arn Anderson has been the fucking story of AEW the past. Don't two you weeks. wait
0: just because he didn't like Stardust, don't you think that he will not try and pull something like that off at some point? Because that got oh. into his creative brain. You know it did.
1: There could be some mean feud where he pulls it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this is fun stuff. And then a quick Bobby Fish promo. And we also had a John Moxley promo, just hyping up their matches. And then Garrett, we get to the TNT championship match.
0: So I had said in the previous match that it had destroyed the, or it had deleted the universe. This match reforged it. Um, okay. I really liked this match. I don't know; if people didn't like it. I have no idea, but I actually really enjoyed. It was a really nice technical wrestling match. It just kind of reminded me of those British matches I used to always get you to watch. Like this, um, this made me
1: reminisce on Bobby Fish being a single star, and we never really got that in his past run in NXT.
0: No, they only picked. They, they always picked him as a tag team guy, and they probably would have put him in a singles role. You know, once they split him off. But I mean, like. It just never got there. And yeah, his time was time. up. I and He just decided he was going to move on. You know, I don't blame him for that because he always had more successful singles runs in like places like, um, you know, like ROH and then J- And well, he was more of a singles guy in New Japan. But you know what I mean. Like, it's um, just nice
1: to see him. And I'm with you, dude. This was fun. I I really think Bobby Fish is someone I'm I'm interested in going forward in AEW. I don't that? think he's going to get a, uh, a CM Punk or Brian Danielson-type treatment, which I think no. is good for him. Yeah, I don't think I he's, he's at that, that level I want to see Bobby yet. Fish wrestle Sammy Guevara. I want to see him wrestle I, by the way, Martin.
0: I don't think we'll see the same thing with Adam Cole either. I think Adam Cole, as much as he's considered a veteran now, I think if he wasn't friends with the elite, would be in a similar position to Fish. You know, like...
1: There's a, ch- um, there's a chance. I'm not saying in, like a nepotism hot. way. I yeah. mean, like,
0: I think that it's just so hot to bring him in for that angle that you have to push him as a main event star yep. and have him lose for a while. But if he didn't have that connection with them, like if they hadn't literally killed him on BTE, you know, like, um, yeah, I don't think we would have, I don't know that he would have had that same in- invincibility that like Punk and Danielson and possibly a guy like Christian Cage, who even comes over and works with, from impact, you know, has in AEW, you know, <laughs> which I, I read today.
1: Did you know Cage is technically signed to an AEW contract? I did not know this. I did. It's um, pretty cool. Yeah, they're they're letting these contracts kind of be a little looser, and you know that forbidden door that they keep talking about. Mm-hmm. So he's um, technically signed to both. So, and I assume he just probably works more dates for Impact because he's and, a champion right now. But like you know, and with Fish, um, you know, being an MLW, who's at the Opera Cup and MLW, Garrett, hold real quick. That's a door Will, I want opened. Will Osprey is going to be yep. wrestling there this fall. Yep. Holy shit.
0: If we can get fish into conversations with Will Osprey to come That's over huge. and do some, do some date. Not even, I don't even know if I want Osprey to be a mainstay in AEW. It'd be great, but I don't think he wants that. I think he loves wrestling in Japan too much and just all over the world. And just get so it, getting Will Osprey back in North America is pretty cool. Yeah, I would like to see them try and at least get him in because I think he's a guy you could get in for like a couple of matches. Like I think he even looked at the Evolve contract he was offered. I don't know if he took it or anything, but I think yeah. like he looked at it, you know, and was like, hmm, well I'll think about this. But I think you could get him in for a date, give him a really good opponent. Similar to how they did with um Brian Danielson. With Jericho well yeah, no, but serious seriously like similar to how they did with Jericho at all in, you know, Jericho wasn't signed to AEW yet. He was thinking about it. But all in wasn't an AEW show technically. I guess we look back on it as the first AEW show now, but it really
1: wasn't. It was just an independent wrestling show. No, yeah. Show, they think know? of Double or Nothing as their technical first show, which is kind yep. of crazy. Because it, it, it is.
0: I mean, it, they weren't branded as AEW yet. It hadn't been announced. You know, it was just a thought. I'm sure Tony Khan was already involved at that point. But like, or maybe it was in talks, or maybe I don't know. We'll have to see. I, I think they've talked about it, I just can't remember off the top of my head. But yeah, I mean, like yeah, the, so, this match yeah. to me. When it comes to technical wrestling, I, I think I always lose this in Bobby Fish matches. Is it just me, or did he not get as much time in the ring
1: as Kyle O'Reilly did in the tag matches? Like, I feel like I don't remember a lot were from main, Bobby Fish. His, his main stuff to me that sticks out was he always had phenomenal War Games appearances when he yes. was there. And most, I mean, surprisingly, when he wasn't there, Bobby Fish had a... He's been an injured guy, so it's nice to see him healthy and running. Yeah,
0: I think that's probably been the problem, right? Like, they had to sub in Roderick so much, you know.
1: The ending of this match, we had had Guevara go to the top turnbuckle. Fish stopped him. Fish hits Sammy with an avalanche falcon arrow. Fish goes for the pin. Sammy kicks out. Then Sammy hits him with the go to hell, the GTH, and pins Fish to retain his title, his first title defense. I mean, if this is the direction of the TNT title, just every week defending it against someone new, it does make it fun. And it does add to the element of surprises we saw last week. Mm-hmm. But I think starting after this match, I'd like to see Guevara get into a little bit of a feud before, uh, full gear for like settling in. Well, yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, here's
0: the thing. If he's doing an open challenge and I don't know why they never really, if they probably did do this with John Cena at some point with his open challenge, but like, I feel like you could have that open challenge beyond a pay-per-view. I feel yeah. like that's not a problem. You just got to work it into the card. And, you know, uh, so I would, be, I would be more than happy for that. Um,
1: and then I guess our, our main uh, notes here are after the match, which kind of brings us into our next stuff. You know, we had uh, America Top Team and Scorpio Sky whoop up on Guevara until De- Fuego comes out. And mm-hmm. my God, it's taken forever. But the Inner Circle finally comes out after Guevara is practically a dead corpse chilling in the Literally, fucking ring. yeah,
0: like- Fuego's Um, already taken, like, nine bumps, and they're like, all right, fine, we'll go. But, like, yeah.
1: (laughs) The crowd singing Judas, Dan Lambert, telling him to turn the shit off, and it just sets up a match for next week, which...
0: I I mean, Dan Lambert, all right, hot take number one of the week. Dan Lambert's promos are getting repetitive and boring. I'm going to be honest with you. I hope they're him after this week. I like him. I think he can bring some good heat, but I think um, I would like to see less of him at this point so that it doesn't get repetitive because exactly. He would be a great manager
1: ground. if, if he had an actual MMA fighter working for him in Hager. So hopefully the turn happens this week. Yeah. We need, we need that. We that need that, turn, star. Man. Yeah. that That needs to happen. I mean, that, that would make this, if, if Hager also, turns on the inner circle, joins Dos Santos and the men of the year, and all of a sudden, you know, so, by the way, it's cool seeing junior Dos Santos in the ring this next week. Oh yeah so one thing i will say about about that whole
0: all three of the major factions i guess all three of the the major like largest factions in AEW have the same problem in my opinion uh just too many fucking people man like you don't need 10 people in a fucking faction i'm sorry like
1: <laughs> yeah there's just a good even amount even the super
0: elite like i'm sorry eventually i need to see a split off like i can't deal with all of them being together all the time it's just insane like it's too much going on and you have to book them together constantly otherwise it doesn't make sense like so, like, if Kenny comes out for a solo match, unless it's, like, the opening match, Danielson versus Omega, which was intended to be a one-on-one, we're-not-going-to-need-the-other-people kind of thing, you know, like, it's just a straight-up fight. Um, other than situations like that, you have to always pretty much book them together. And it can, I mean, I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you justify it. Because you could use the people in so many different ways. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I I like the super elite in that way. I think they can get away with it. I feel like if, like, four factions are doing that, though, it's it just drags down the ability of a good manager to like, how is he going to sell everybody? And so he just doesn't try a little bit. Right. I I don't blame Dan Lambert for only really talking about like whoever the segment is about because like, well, obviously that's what you have to do. But also like if you tried to try and put everybody over every time, it's just not going to work. There's too many people. And I don't blame the dark order for not trying to put over all of the dark order. Because again, there's so many people like, what are you going to do? Like too much meat in the ring and you know so but that's just like a personal thing i just don't like giant factions that much i never have had a giant faction even this is going to be the hottest take of all time when the nwo started to have too many people like i think that's when i started to be like okay now i see when people are and it's usually that's before people start talking about it getting bad you know and so like i'm that's a little hot takey right there like i i just when it started to get too many people like when things get too crowded i just I don't know you, you know, said it like, muddies you know, the like, water you
1: too crowded i i can, i can see that
0: give people a chance to have their own spotlights like i understand there's only three or f- five six hours of rest and whatever it is every week they have but like oh
1: yeah see myself uh, personally after water, Hard decisions yeah with the way japan did it for so many years i i've grown accustomed to being all right with it but i can definitely see your point of view you know um uh, after the acclaim, so after that we had the acclaim cut out. Challenged Lucha Bros for a match on Rampage. Fun match. Mm-hmm. We'll get into it. And then now, this what happens next is kind of I want to open a discussion up for us. Tony Schiavone came to the ring to announce a new AEW championship. We had an idea; it was either going to be a women's title, a women's tag, or a trio's title for the men's. He announces the TBS Women's Championship will begin as a tournament starting the fifth of January. So they got three months to build up competitors. Um, and this is because A.W. Dynamite is switching to TBS, which is awesome. That that is that is a great sign for uh, I think A.W.'s numbers, mm-hmm. what they've been pulling in, everything. Dude, my pulling phone. Towards I that. keep
0: coming up. I'm just trying to look at my notes.
1: <laughs> bastard,
0: no, but bastard. No, I'm gonna start cutting a promo. I'm gonna just, the bastard puck. No,
1: I'm gonna start so cutting a promo. So I think on my phone. Garrett with the TBS title. Um, we'll 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 do a a little fun prediction of who we think will be the first champion. But I just I want to pose a question here first. Um, okay. Do you think at this point in the company, we need a TBS championship? Um, that's a big question. Um, no.
0: And I'm going to be honest because I think they need to spend a little bit more time building up legitimate contenders for Brit first. I think
1: within three months, they could expand this enough.
0: I think you're gonna have to pull a lot of the women off of dark. And I think that's a risky move. Um they've because they've been they've been building some and- Some of them as not being the greatest workers in the same way that you do powerhouse Hobbs by having him go against CM Punk, you know. Um again, good match, but I I was not impressed with Hobbs. Um
1: Hobbs almost killed I, himself in that
0: match. <laughs> yeah, I know, like a couple of times. But um and he was just doing his best, you know, but like that was a lot to give that guy for like one of his first major matches, you know. Um Definitely, but I respect, I respect the decision to do it, but, um, Punk but I still, yeah, but. I kind of agree with the criticism a little bit of this is a way, this is an excuse to not have to put a legitimate contender in front of Brit for a little while. That's fair. I mean, they'll have a match with Brit at
1: full year. Probably. Probably. Yeah. We haven't seen Brit. I mean, she, I believe she cuts Maybe? a promo in this episode, but she just kind of cuts her 32nd promo and that's it. I mean, that's the past two weeks, that's what we've seen of Britt Baker. So I just don't know that the division is ready for it yet. Unless they're ready to acknowledge that they need to start putting more women on their shows, the TBS title in the current state of AEW's booking, it will not work. But they have to acknowledge that they need more women's feuds. They ha- they have, are starting to possess the talent to do it. They have I the talent say this. For this if it had been the women's tags titles,
0: better. that would have been a much worse decision. Yes, um, and
1: I think that that was going to be yeah. So one of my one of the things I want to say is, I, I think at this point in the company, they they don't need the title, but I think they can make it work if they start switching around their booking philosophy, which they they're starting to do a little bit by having not only Brit and having other you need to you need to have other women's feuds first of all that that the fact that there was only one women's feud it was like come on. But now we're kind of get, we were getting two or three at the same time. It's it's starting a little bit. And
0: as cool as it was, it was a kind of slap together feud using a casino lot, a casino match. You know, like
1: yeah, and which um,
0: the feud, but meh. You know, like I
1: will say, I think this is better than if they would have announced a women's tag title because I think it. I mean, really, only Stardom and maybe some other promotions are able to pull off that belt because they actually book like they care about it. Having a women's quote unquote mid card title, I. It's something I'm excited about a little bit if they do it right. I don't know that I've ever even – I mean
0: I'm sure Stardom or some other promotion has them. I don't know that I've ever even heard of a women's commit card title. Like,
1: definitely not in the North American promotions.
0: Yeah, it's not definitely not in so, America. North American that,
1: that idea in itself intrigues me. Yes. Now, in the sense of how are they going to do this tournament, they got three months now. As we saw in Dark, and I think this is something to point to. Okay. Like, the past few weeks, we had Big Swole have a big blow-off feud in Dark. She's someone, she has a lot of fans. This week, Abaddon, Statlander, both pick up wins. Emi Sakura picks up the win. But Abaddon and Statlander, again, Statlander, people love. She had her match with Brit already. So maybe they don't want to run that back with her and Brit for the title. And Abaddon, she's got a fucking insane looking gimmick. And then it brings you to the question of we see promos for this title, you know, and Ruby Soho's in it. Thunder Rosa, which is like, and Jade, it's like, no. What, why wouldn't they be going after Britt Baker? Also. So
0: that's where my issues start
1: to come in. Exactly. And then the last thing I want to say this title. Looks so much better than the women's world championship. It looks better than the damn TNT championship. Yeah, it this is a gorgeous looking title that it just to me it almost elevated how how kind of ugly the women's world title is. <laughs> I was like, I gotta, I don't hate that. that title. I don't know why people hate on that title. I think it looks fine. Like, For, it's first to me, I do it's my one of my least favorite titles, really. And okay. That's just me, and I don't like how it's very. I have weird title fine.
0: opinions, guys. My favorite title is the Big Gold Bell from WCW, so don't even come to me for title
1: advice. But yeah, <laughs> uh, but, but any anything in that long monologue like you want to pick from? Sorry, it's just kind of I had no, to get it so all out there. You,
0: you hit on some things that I was kind of you. You touched on some things. You don't say you hit on them because uh, you really just you touched on. But like, so my biggest problem with um with this is how they're already booking, like you said, Thunder Rosa and jade and, and, and nyla and ruby i think nyla was booked was was talked about on uh on dynamite like as part of it too so like
1: and they were they were saying um one of the they were saying next week on rampage ruby Soho versus the bunny can have tbs championship implications
0: so what i will say so that yeah that puts those two people right there also what the hell is the bunny but anyway <laughs> um
1: it's my favorite
0: but um, i love it <laughs> But um, I don't like that, and I'm going to tell you why. Oh, by the way, Jade also being talked about as being a part of this. Like, why? Why, why, why? There's no reason to put her in this championship tournament. Yeah. And there's no reason to do it. I'm going to be honest with you. Even if you have to shoehorn her in against Brit at this point, just to get the title off in a convincing manner. I mean, dude, it is what it is. Like if you've booked yourself into a corner, you have, like you just don't have any stars that can face Brit. And now you have one, maybe, but you're going to put her into a mid card title, which is not going to mean as much for her to win. It'll be meaning. It's going to mean more to that title than it will to her. And that sucks, you know? Um, and, it probably will mean more to her overall personally, but like, I mean, like in terms of her career, it's not going to enhance what she's able to do because everyone's going to know it's the mid card title, you know? Um,
1: yeah, they're going to have to jump through some hoops. I mean, I think they've done a good and, job. And you can't have, what are you going to do?
0: Have Jade get DQ'd in a, in a, in a, in a match? Like, no, like what, what? No,
1: like you, this is just going to lead to some bad booking decisions. in my, in my yeah, opinion, it should not be mentioned already with this title. Jade should be the world, cha- like she should be going for the world title. And it's, it's already, that was the one thing, Thunder Rosa too, in a way I was like, Thunder Rosa. You- no,
0: absolutely. She should remain in that. Cause she's the only credible star that like only credible baby face that could ever go against Brit at this point currently, other than Ruby, who has to go to the back of the line, you know? I, I mean, like, uh, our, Yeah. So yeah. Um, what a Titanic fall Ruby took from the top to the bottom instantly. <sighs>
1: I'm very curious what their direction with her now is. I mean, she's facing the bunny and I mean the bunny's ten and eight, so it's like is, is that where is that where we're gonna go? Is is uh I mean
0: starting her out one and one doesn't kill her, but it doesn't help her either, you know, like
1: Yeah. So I think that uh the next little fun thing we'll do is as of right now, we'll make a fun little prediction of who we think will be the first TBS champion. It's gonna be a tournament. I mean, fuck. They might not have even the winner signed right now, so That's take true. whatever we say <laughs> with a great assault. But with three months, Garrett, one person immediately came to my mind, and the fact that she wasn't cutting these promos, that it almost kind of c- cemented that in my mind. Okay, I think Anna Jay is going to be our first TBS champion. She's going to be uh, she's going to be back then for about four months. She okay. is the biggest baby face. As a, as a, the women's wrestler, I, I think she's, I mean, I'll, the only other person I will mention with Anna J is big swole. I think they could do big swole uh, properly, but I don't know. Just I'm feeling three months out right now. I think the dark order, you know, if they're going to do that with impact, you know, you know, whatever's going on with the dark order, they weren't on TV this week, which is kind of nice. Cause they were all over last week. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think Anna J will be our first TBS champion. And she will win in the tournament final, but against Hikaru Shida.
0: Ooh, man, that goes with my idea that I was talking about. The problem, you know what the problem is with Shida? You just opened up a great opportunity with her losing that fiftieth match.
1: Unbelievable fiftieth win
0: to, to draw that out for a while and almost turn Shida heel. Um, Shida
1: kicks ass. I mean, hey, and I'm always think, open to Emmy Sakura and Lulu Pencil too. Don't get me wrong. So Lulu Pencil's s- over. <laughs> so, but other than that,
0: I honestly think they're gonna they're gonna fuck this up, Charlie, and it's gonna end up on Jade. I really do. Um,
1: yeah, and you know what? I I hear me out. What if they do a Miro type booking with Jade as the champion and just ever beat shit did out of did everyone? That with
0: Miro, and I yep. feel like, and I'm gonna be honest with you, that's gonna diminish Miro as an entirety. Of a character. Miro wasn't on this week J. after losing
1: that title. Where's Miro like go he, next?
0: Oh, I can tell you where Miro goes next. He just doesn't need the title anymore. At least not in my opinion. Just do what he was doing. That's why Miro people. should jump like fucking Punk or something.
1: He should jump Dan, Brian Danielson. One of these guys. Yeah. Miro.
0: Yeah, just give us a big match and show us what he can do. Because I feel like he just needs some good workers to work with. We don't even need him to be in a championship feud. Like how in the same way that Pac could just put, you put him against like anybody. And it doesn't matter if it's for a title or not. Like it's So, like, I, you know, and, and some people out there don't like Miro's wrestling style. I don't know why. I don't know what the hell happened to them when <laughs> they were young. But, like, you know, like, yeah. but it's not good, you know, like. um And, but anyway, but, like, and that's not like he has a perfect match every time. I think it's all about the effort you put into it. It's similar to Moxley in that way. Or if he just doesn't feel it, it's just not going to happen, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and the
1: reason we say I just want to uh, touch on this real quick this so people don't get the wrong idea and the reason we say fuck this up by putting it on Jade is because Jade is the number one contender she's 15 and 0 and she should be going for the world championship there's no reason why she shouldn't be and, and it's
0: not like I wouldn't still like that being the first TNT champion I think it would almost be one of the most legit options you have. And that's why what, overall, even though I like this idea, I don't think it's gonna be executed properly overall because this title in and of itself, without having taken the time to properly build up a really strong mid card of the female talent or the of the women wrestlers. Yeah, exactly. Like,
1: they got they got three it, it just months really, you with so really more so few options.
0: You know, like I will be honest with you 205 live came off rough at the beginning because they had just signed a bunch of guys off the street who didn't know the wwe style of wrestling you know and so they had to teach a bunch of those guys and so a lot of the matches came off as halfway between indie and halfway between which was exciting for a little while but some of them came out really freaking weird you know like um like some of the matches are just they were okay like i never heard you guys ever like flipping out about the first run of 205 live when you guys were watching it you know um <laughs> Because it wasn't like it was insane stuff happening every night. It was usually the main event. It was pretty good, you know. But everything else was like okay.
1: I mean, there was some good stuff, but
0: you know. Yeah, so, um, I mean, they
1: they have this is this is an obstacle in their hands, and I think what I would do right away is separate this, and and I would not have There's four. There's it's just. But the thing is, Charlie. There's and this is four what I was names. I wouldn't. Why so
0: bad of a decision overall? And is because you can't justify not having her in it, but you also really can't justify having her in it.
1: Unless she she's can't the most dominant star happened. right
0: now, so she should get a shot at that title, the new one, but she should also get a shot at the main title, but she should also not be defeated in any of these situations. And Britt Baker also probably shouldn't lose the title. So it's like, what the fuck do you book?
1: yeah. I mean, if I were guessing right now, I would guess it's going to be Tay Conti versus uh, Britt. Maybe Ed. maybe
0: they need to do an injury, a fake injury angle on Jade for a little while until they're ready, dude. Because I don't know. Like, it sounds uh, awful, but it's like, it's like, I don't know
1: what to do with Jade. She's I just in think it's at a the good right spot now, right now, yeah, but it's I mean, also like, they have, just
0: made a big, big decision that's going to affect her, I think, the most. Like... She, bad, she has
1: the most to either gain or lose, depending on how you see this. Now, if they make her the first champion and she fucking gets over even more and she turns that title into, you know, basically another world title. Then how do winner. you
0: have someone take it off of her? That's the problem. That's when like. you build,
1: you know, that's how you get your big baby face. That's you build someone. That's maybe that's Anna Jay. Maybe that's Tay Conti. One of these baby faces that or big swole. Big swole has all the potential. And I I, people like Big Swole. That's why I. That's why my first champion would either be Anna J or Big Swole. It would be a baby face that people like, that you can establish as they're going to be so happy to win the title, and you can have them have a nice run with it.
0: Not not thinking about that actually, it probably has to be a baby face because I don't think you want two heel champions of your like both of your champions being heel like.
1: Yeah, uh, maybe I not.
0: Mean, uh, maybe it doesn't matter. But I just feel like I don't. For me, on a wrestling show, if I see everybody that's a champion as a heel, I'm like,
1: that's all art. Yeah, okay, it, they all just won know? at one point. No, well, we, I mean it can work. At Lucha Bros and so, like, Sam they have winning.
0: some good feuds. Like I feel like, and like the elite aren't heels. I'm sorry, they can pretend like they are, but they're not. Like the only actual heel is Kenny, and it's because they're sick of Kenny. Like,
1: our first <laughs> team T champion. So we can give us an idea here. Was Cody defeating Lance Lance Archer in the tournament? Okay. I mean, Cody's about as big as it gets, right? So, if they do that route with Jade, I wouldn't be shocked. But then it went from Cody to Brody to Cody to Darby and Miro and Sammy. So, it's it's interesting. So, But I will also say this. If that's
0: what we establish as like the big hulking monster character is the precedent for if you're going to get into any kind of title tournament slash feud... That you have to then win and then not lose for like months, 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 months. And then finally get beat. What's different than that about like any other company that books wrestling? Like, I feel like I've seen that a thousand times. I want to see something different. You know, that's what I want to see. And I feel like you rob yourself of the opportunity by creating this weird situation where it's going to make people like me that overthink this stuff, think too deeply into this and be like, well, well, she should be in the tournament, but she also shouldn't be because that'd be a horrible idea. But also it would be a horrible idea hadn't It's like, it's like, it's like, so... Yeah, it's, that's it's, why you got
1: to have the babyface beat him in the title match in the, at the end of the tournament. That's when is you that have really worth building
0: all this star up for just the end of a tournament? though? That's yes, because like,
1: in the sense of that they'll still be dominant. It's it's not going to lose to lose in the end of a tournament. It didn't hurt Lance Archer then. It you know it's not going to hurt Jade if she. Jade, but if it doesn't Jade make sense. Then,
0: like let's be real. Who has more likely of a chance of lasting through a tournament? The biggest, baddest woman on the planet, or whoever like you that's, know that's, like
1: that's up to the booking i mean chris statlander i mean definitely could probably you know they built up chris statlander her only loss is to brit baker in the title match and now she's back yeah. winning a couple times a week and i'm sure we're gonna see her in the programming next week too so i'm just afraid
0: of booking like this because every time a new title gets introduced anywhere i'm worried about the booking of it because the last time I was like excited about a new title, it was that stupid MMA TNA title, and it didn't last more than a couple months for a reason. Like, <laughs> <you know? laughs> yeah, stupid, I think but, like, I think they
1: have potential. we all, all for all titles. titles brother, 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 I think brother, they got brother, potential, brother. but it's gonna take some work. So uh, let's let's move on. We'll fly a little bit through the rest of the show.
0: No, nah, <laughs> screw it. We've said the show could be two hours. Just keep going.
1: Yeah. So uh, we just had a Jim Ross interview with Darby, talks about his match, and then just the main thing is he Darby's like, yeah, I'm 50% dead inside and MJF will not win this feud. Spoiler. <laughs> right. Remind
0: me the name of this man. Cause in my notes the the matches listed as Allen versus the big guy from the factory.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then we get Darby <laughs> Allen versus Nick Camarado. Thank you. Nick Camarado. I his name caveman. stuck in my head. I just couldn't remember it. Caveman. I looked. liked him. This match was a commercial break. I believe. Yeah. litter picture of pictures. Pretty much the only story. Um, when they come back, Alan- one two three, not even a
0: joke. When they come back, one two. Allen nails
1: him with a massive strike. He goes up to the top, hits the coffin drop. One two three. After the match, QT Marshall hits Sting with a diamond cutter, and Sting gets right back up and drops Marshall with a scorpion death drop. And, I, I, I,
0: yeah. No more matches during commercial breaks, especially when you feature top stars. Sorry, yeah, this that, was that a throwaway. Really this is
1: just a derby win. And Nick, you know, mm-hmm. hey, he had a main event with uh, Dustin Rhodes once that was pretty fun. But um, then we right. go to our boy. Fucking boy. Dante Martin. Dante Martin. Cutting a, um, Yes, he's cutting a promo and says he is the problem. He has been a problem for everyone. He will take on anyone. The lights go out, Garrett. Were you with me? Immediately. Yeah, it's Malachi. Immediately. Oh yeah. I was like, Yeah. Ooh, yeah,
0: let's do that. He hits him with the black um,
1: mist and then hits Martin with a wheelhouse kick. Lights go off for a few seconds. They come back on. Malachi Black says the house of black accepts. And we get this match yep. next week on Saturday night. Dynamite, mm. Garrett. How are we gonna do the show next week? Um, what I think we'll probably do.
0: So, guys, it'll just come out on Sunday next week, just because we don't have a choice. The shows won't be out until the weekend. Yeah, so, I was just
1: kind of thinking, if our whole gimmick is that we post them on Saturdays, uh, what we, we could try and do.
0: no. I was gonna say we could try and because it would come on at at, at the normal time. Yeah, right? it might either
1: be super late Saturday or Sunday morning in your feeds.
0: I'm thinking Sunday morning, just because then that gives me time. Because I don't usually watch uh, Dynamite Live. I usually try and catch it on the replay. So it's obviously going to take like an hour or two after the show. So what I think we'll do is we'll just record late that night, and then just it'll be posted in the morning. Does that work for you?
1: Yeah, definitely. Cool. So we get that match. Ricky Starks hits the ring, talks about the FTW championship. He wants to fight Cage in a Philly street fight. Cage is not here. They go off. Garrett Hook What's makes up? the stage. He is here. <laughs> yeah. Hook makes the um, stage. Um, this this is just catalyst, you know, catapulting off of his built different promo last week.
0: Look, dude, Hook is everything. All right, now Hook Nation,
1: give me Punk versus Hook. <laughs>
0: uh, yes, Punk Punk versus Hook. Anyway, um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm just I'm, I. It is They set up a match. I mean, there's, there's a lot of segments yeah, on yeah, there wrestling some shows setups like this. Setting up for the stuff later in the
1: night for them and Friday for us. All right. More fun notes. A little bit of a – next. Yeah. We had a swerve a little she bit. She is oh, – I'm sorry. Go ahead. No. That's all you.
0: I was going to say, the next match that we have was she does not 50th win. I like this, man. Yeah. I like the idea that it's going to be drawn out a little bit that, you know – that, Cause everyone was like, I forget who it was on commentary. Maybe it was Taz or I don't know who it was, but they pointed out, I was a little well, so weird to make that plaque before the match is over. <laughs> like, that is true. It's like, well, I was like, Oh yeah. Does that mean that she's winning? Uh, okay. You know, like I was like, oh, whatever. It's fine. I didn't really have any thought about this match going into it. Other than oh, 50 wins. That's a lot of matches to have on TV or on dark, you know, like, um, but I don't know. It was a fine match. Uh, you know, I'm not really into Joshi, but I get it, you know? Um, but also, like, um, I want to see this. I would love to see Sheeta draw out this storyline where it's just trying to get that win, trying to get that win, just can't get it, and eventually blow it off against some big, giant monster or something where it's now it seems impossible, and eventually they barely get the three count, you know? Um, but, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 it's an okay match. It wasn't
1: terrible. I mean, it wasn't bad, you know? I like, it. Yeah, I think, I, I I think the it. story of this is it was a swerve. You know, we all yeah. kind of went into it just assuming Hikaru would win, and Serena She Deeb. is one of the AEW's
0: like main girls that they love, you know. Yeah, so it absolutely. makes sense that they would just give this to her and make a big deal out of it.
1: They do that in wrestling sometimes, you know. Um, but it it's more interesting this to do it. The this is name way. we didn't really discuss. What if Serena Deeb kind of takes this, they do a little push, and what if Serena Deeb is our first TBS champion?
0: They could do that. I mean, people seem to be really into Serena, so I wouldn't be against that, you know. Um former uh
1: NXT uh what was it called? Trainer. Oh, okay. I mean yeah, I'm sure I'm, okay. sure, I'm sure, sure that'd be a great, great option.
0: I, I really don't know. It really just depends. You know what I mean? Like it all depends on the direction they choose to go with this. There's three months, so
1: Exactly, a lot of time, you know. I just saw this tweet from Tony Khan that I actually I kind of want to mention because we were just talking okay. about next week's episode, and so SmackDown is on a weird hour, and so is uh, Rampage. And Khan said, "I saw you doing a half hour head start head to head with us. I can't wait to finally beat your main show head to head. It's been a long time coming. See you next Friday for AEW Rampage." I fucking wow. love this, man. I love it, dude. Let's go, Pretty man. Kind of calling,
0: calling Raw the B show. I love it.
1: Going head right, to head um, with your main show.
0: Let's go. All right. Um. So there was a Leo Rush promo, I think, that came like right after the Sheeta match. Maybe or some, Maybe they missed something in between. But um, um
1: right in between was the MJF attacking Darby.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. Brawls backstage just Pretty don't stick just in my the head. Pinnacle, the
1: pinnacle, the yeah. pinnacle jumping Darby. Setting up, yep. I'm assuming a full gear match. Good, so. should be a good
0: match, should be a good feud. Um, I have no yeah. idea who's gonna win it actually. MJF's on a roll, Darby's on a roll, could be either one. Um, probably MJF, but you just don't know, you know. what I mean,
1: I a little fantasy booking. I would love this to be MJF beating him and then challenging Hangman for the world title.
0: That's assuming Hangman gets the next title shot. Yep. Okay, you know, it's a future title shot, so we don't know. Um but yeah, so on the Leo one, so I, I more fun notes. I put Leo rushed segment here because it did feel a little quick. Like they didn't give him much time. They're yeah. not giving him much time. It's a little sad.
1: Like he's good promo, but they just don't have the time for him. Who's stealing Leo's time? That bastard. It's just squeezing in. You know, I mean, post match we have three segments. You know, it's it's squeezing shit in, and I think Give it's a longer so, segment. So like, we how are you last week with Leo and Dante, and we even mentioned them as a tag team. I know. This funny. is awesome. Garrett, this is coming again. I, I need it, man. I need this. I fucking need
0: it. I just have, like, I feel like we both have pretty good minds for wrestling because you watch it long enough and you get there. Um, and it's just, yeah, I mean, I've, I've been really enjoying Day, what AEW's been doing. Like Even, like, it being rushed, I'm like, yeah, but they didn't really have the time, I guess. But, like, I just wish we had more time with Leo. I like Leo Rush. Nobody ever has time for Leo for some reason. Um, yeah, well, let's see. What same time. with Ruby. No one ever has time for Ruby. Why? Ruby! Ruby. Just bottom of the card, guys. See you later. But anyway. Um, but yeah, so then there was Casino Ladder Match, obviously. Um, oh, yeah. And, awesome. and we had our
1: Britt Baker thing where she's just like, she's happy about the title because all the bitches in the back can stop going after her. A Britt, our Our, our champion. She literally right.
0: confirmed what everyone was joking about. Like, yeah, no. Now I don't
1: have to fight matches. What? Like... <laughs> Yep. And then obviously, yeah, casino ladder, hangman one. We were talking about that earlier. Yeah. A fun, I want to say a a, a thumbs up or thumbs down. I'm giving it the thumbs up, Garrett. Fun dynamite.
0: Yeah. Dynamite gets thumbs up. Thumbs up for me. Like the TNT, the the TBS championship. We will see. I'm holding my breath on it. I think
1: we had a fun discussion about that. And, you know, again, this is something if you guys do end up, if you're still sticking through this, you know, let us know what you think. I mean, I'm curious on what other people are kind of vibing off the situation. Are you concerned? Do you have full, full fledged confidence? You know, yeah. What's going on? All right? right,
0: we're entering our second hour here. This is unprecedented. We we did warn people in episode one that the show could go like two, or three hours. So it's not going to go that long, but it's going to be pretty close. Um, all right, because I'm 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 we're going segment by segment. I don't care because um, I liked everything this week pretty much. All right, so rampage opens. With CM Punk taking on Daniel Garcia, so they just keep delivering on these dream matches, man. Like, <laughs> I've been thinking I, about this for six years. Really, <laughs> I, that's that's <laughs> awesome. I love to hear that. I know people have been talking about Daniel Garcia versus everybody for like the last however long. So you know, like, um, you know, Daniel
1: Garcia, he's a guy that kind of made his name. Um, he's one of the dark guys, you know, of during the pandemic that I think a lot of people elevated to. <laughs> And uh, a good spot for him. He, yes. he had the And I like event it. against Moxley a couple of weeks ago and now wrestling CM Punk. So
0: give me more matches. Give me more, more of those matches. People just like throw more of these matches on TV. Cause honestly, like a lot of people will be like, "Oh, you should only have dream matches on like big pay-per-view shows. Like, no dude, give me the matches. I want to see. It tells me that, you know what you, what your fans want as a wrestling company. And why can't you have them do it again and throw a stipulation on it and whatever, or whatever. You know, just you can do things multiple times. You know, all the best feuds in wrestling. I heard Cornette saying this today. They're rematches. They're not the first match. I mean, how often can you even can you think of one single match feud? Which there's not that many of anymore. But like, can you think of one feud that didn't go more than like a month? Not really, because they don't do that anymore. Because it there's just no.
1: Yeah, it's, it.
0: you know. So, But you can do those, you can do TV matches that are dream matches and just treat them like TV matches that are just like, "Ah, oh, this is a singles match, you know? It doesn't have to have any big, giant storyline implications to it. It's just like, oh yeah, this is a match everybody wants to see. Let's do it. And it delivered. I really like this. This match had incredible wrestling psychology in it. Um, punk with the selling, Punk with the choosing a body part to let Garcia work, which clearly he does really well. And Daniel Garcia um, working
1: the leg of Punk.
0: I like it. What is that submission he was using? Is that like a like is that the one he uses a lot, or is that just he was just working the legs?
1: Like that yeah, I like whatever working that the was. legs. And uh Garrett, I was, was. punk cool. hitting the Pepsi twist pop me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Every everything he does classic offense from the Indies is gonna get a pop. But um yeah, no, I know I I really enjoyed this match. I like it's a psychology in this I mean, match. He had is super a fucking sharpshooter. Sorry. Yeah. Um, you know? No, absolutely. You're right. You're right. I mean, it, there was some actual, and I was a sharpshooter that I was like, again, we don't think Punk's losing for a while, but you just don't know. And I will continue to warn people about this thing with him and Cole and Danielson and potentially Bobby Fish, although Bobby Fish isn't going to be victim to this because he's going to just be treated normally. Do not, do not suspend your disbelief completely and say there's no way these guys are losing, right? D- that's how they're going to get you. You're gonna be like, you're gonna pop when one of these guys lays down for somebody, okay? Like, and they're gonna get you with it because Tony Khan knows how you think, all right? Um,
1: and uh, how'd you like the finish? No GTS, the Anaconda Vice.
0: This is my favorite finishing move of punks. I don't know why he ever stopped using this in the WWE. Probably because I'm such I a fan of submission
1: finishers, man.
0: Same, I love it. It's my favorite way to finish a match in wrestling. I honestly think if there was like a I always thought, and this is so stupid, but like a submission based pay-per-view like would be kind of cool. Like where you have a bunch of submission based wrestlers, like, and maybe it's like more of a shoot sort of style, like Kurt Angle and Brock and other people used to do back in the day, you know, like, um, not like shooting like the we're going to fight each other sense, but shoot like shoot wrestling where there's lots of technical like uh, chain wrestling and stuff like that to try and, you know, actually take, get takedowns and stuff like that early in the match. I always enjoyed that stuff. And you see it all the time when like guys like uh, Benjamin and, and Lashley lock up because of their backgrounds, you know, like, um, you're like, Oh yeah, duh. But anyway, um, you yeah, know, I, I, I think that CM Punk is going to elevate so many people on the program. I think that the next person that Punk is going to go up against, I don't think it's going to be anything special. Well, special. I don't think it's going to be. I don't After think he's I done know. with Team Taz yet. I think, I think, I think we could see if he doesn't get into like a major feud. I could think we could see the Ricky Starks match. I think that's genuinely where they're going because they've been pushing Ricky, and they've been. Yeah, I mean, and he just had a nice moment. We'll think we'll get to it later in the show. At the very end of the show, he looked fucking incredible, you know. Um, but. Uh yeah I I think Punk is gonna continue to elevate people until um until he's ready to be like all right now it's now it's time to start putting guys over or whatever the hell you know what I mean I don't even know I have yeah. no idea
1: where this is going because I mean hey just, yeah exactly and that kind of takes us into our next segment where Leo is telling Matt Seidel, I can get you a wrestling match against CM Punk on Rampage and Seidel completely like switches his tune it's Leo Dante and Seidel doing an interview with Shivani. And Seidel's like, dude, what, what can you get Dante? Like, I love that they're treating this like an actual tag team. And if this ends up being a trio, I might actually call the police. Um, Sidell <laughs> is super hyped, which sets up a match of him versus Punk. And I did a little research. Evan Bourne versus CM Punk Raw in 2010.
0: I remember the match. I believe it was really good First time good back.
1: Uh, so first time Punk is facing someone, former WWE, since he's been back. Kind of cool.
0: Yeah, true. It makes sense. And this is Unless a change of pace. Has, I mean, people, but, you know.
1: Matt Seidel has been a, been around for years where Darby Allen, Powerhouse Hobbs, and Daniel Garcia are all, in a way, fresh faces. So, Yeah, I, I like that he's
0: going after all the young guys that he sees potential in first. It's good. It's good stuff. Um, and people that he thinks he can work good matches with, like, Hobbs. Like, I don't even know if he necessarily saw a whole lot in Hobbs, right? I don't know that he needed to. Um, I think it's mostly for him, I think it was, like, no, I can work good matches against big guys. And this big guy might be one of the coolest big guys I've seen in a while. So, yeah. but anyway, um, all the talent, man. So yeah, the Lucha Bros, uh, still, still the Lucha Bros, you know, uh, still, still holding it down. Um, like seeing I was kind of hoping this spot. The acclaimed, I have, I didn't even know who they were, to be honest with you. Not, I've heard you mention their names from dark and stuff like that, but I hadn't seen them on TV very much. Um, And now I'm going to be interested in them because I liked what they did. I I liked the intro. Love the intro.
1: Um, Bringing the heat. Like my name was Arn Anderson. Like, uh, Max (laughs) Cassidy got me with that. And Anthony Bowens is really fun in the ring. It's a it's a fun team. I'm a little actually. I'm not shocked they they just pushed for the title real quick because you know it's some hype for Rampage. They they want Rampage to be matches that have stakes and be matches that you're invested in, and that is what every rampage has been literally every rampage has, has had a meaningful matches in it. So
0: yeah, I think so. And it's why people will continue to tune into rampage. Hopefully. Um, but the Lucha bros, um, I will say if they keep throwing them out like this, like I'm not the biggest fan of just like them doing all of their cool stuff that they could save for like bigger matches, you know? Um, because like I don't know like yeah I guess it's a title match but like I don't know like I I think I the like they many titles so on TV good
1: that they they just possess so much yeah and they don't want to not have them on TV and everything of that, they do like, is just phenomenal because they you know they they don't really chain wrestle too much so it's no
0: I I don't think generally speaking luchadors do I mean some of them do you'll see it but like. Uh, like Ray Mysterio, I don't ever remember being a big chain wrestler. He can do it. It's just I don't know that he was ever his, you know, it's a different kind of thing. You know what I mean? Um, but a um, lot like of those guys can. I just don't. It's not their style. But yeah, I mean, I it's, like the Lucha Bros. It's just a run-of-the-mill match, I would say. I, it was the- yeah, that's all I was getting at when we were talking yeah. about this before. Like, it's not that it was a bad match. Or it was just average for the Lucha Bros, which is really good still. It's still stupid above everything else. Everybody else in the tag division pretty much does, even the elite on a regular basis. Um, you know, like tag team wrestling is just um, such a
1: high level in AEW that these matches are every every week and it's it's awesome
0: i almost wonder if they should have maybe held the tag match a week because they had that big blow off tag match on on dynamite you know that didn't involve either of these teams like i feel like i don't know like to me i only have so much space for tag team wrestling in my brain like it's like so much happens in a tag team match that's like, oh my goodness. Like I almost prefer there to be only a couple of tag matches on a show. Like, cause it starts to get really like chaotic, you know. But like um
1: But anyway, so the next
0: the next segment we won't spend much time on because neither did they. Um
1: <laughs> uh Jade squashed somebody in about 45 seconds, I think. Like yeah. Sky Blue got her got whooped on Monday by Emmy Sakura. She picked up a win Tuesday. And Do they have, hold on, let me find out exactly. It was probably longer than 45.
0: but It was not very long. Like It was a couple of minutes. If Quite anything. literally,
1: Sky Blue punches her. Jade gets the big body slam. And then Jade hits her with a knee strike. And then Jade hits her with her finisher, jaded. And it's over. Okay. After the match, Cargill, she starts to attack her. And then Thunder Rosa makes a save. So Thunder Rosa and Jade still kind of going at it. Um, so no more Nyla in the picture, I'm guessing. I mean, look, if we have another women's feud, not for the title, or may, maybe make this a number one contenders match, I mean, this is your number one and number four ranked women, so. I have no idea.
0: <laughs> oh, weird. So, you know, in the card originally listed the street fight was actually listed as not the main event from what I'm reading.
1: Oh, nice. It was, it was so a fun they main event. So we must have
0: moved that because it was going to be the tag match.
1: Gotcha. It, the, you know, this Philly street fight made eventing, it's, it was fun. I, I almost actually picked it as my favorite of the week.
0: Uh we'll get to it. It's the next segment, but um
1: Yeah, uh, quite literally, yeah. After that we have Excalibur just highlighting the matches for next week's Dynamite, which we talk about at the end. And then yes, we have the Philly street fight, Brian Cage versus Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks back on TV after that you know, he broke his neck. I think this is a blow off feud. Um their entrances started at ten forty seven. So I was like, all right, this is going to be fast, furious, and they have to have a commercial break. 10.51, the commercial break hits. We come back, and it it picks up quick. I mean, it's a street fight. They could have gone 30 minutes, and, but they decided to just do it about 12 minutes. And I think a couple of the main notes I, I would slay here. I think Ricky Starks looks great again. I, I'm ready for him to move on to someone else. And like you were mentioning earlier, maybe it's CM Punk. I, I think could that's. Buy CM Punk they've been teasing it, Starks.
0: They've been teasing it a little bit. I don't even think it has to be for that title. I think I think you could even be like, "Well, I'll fight you, but not for the title." And I'd be like, "Yeah, I like that." CM Punk. Yeah, he wouldn't care, you know. Like, yeah, but, rogue um, title, you know. Yeah, like why? I, was like, I don't even care. It's not a title that's ever. It's, it literally doesn't count. Yeah, he literally could say that. didn't mean, be like, just no, sell it
1: completely. But um, uh, Jericho but, yeah, did no, pop me I mean, on commentary when he kept screaming, "Send Hook,
0: send Hook, send
1: Hook," and then they send Hook. <laughs> I actually like Jericho on commentary. I know a lot of people don't because he just shouts random shit, but I- I'm a random person, so I don't I'm mind I'm not a fan children. of him
0: not knowing things and still talking about them. Like, he should just shut up when he doesn't know. Or yeah, let stand. Excalibur like, talk
1: about when he got shit like that going on. I agree. Mm-hmm. But him yeah, and Taz are bickering, and yeah, Excalibur is my favorite commentary commentator in the business. So. I, I didn't hate that part. I just, I'd rather them, if they're going to do that. Wait, I'm saying I like, like their bickering.
0: Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, I like that part. I just like the part where Jericho, like, it's like, yeah, I don't really understand uh, anything the Lucha Bros have done. This is I've been doing this for thirty years, and uh, I've never seen any of this offense. And it's like the cool thing to say in the short term, but like it doesn't work the way he thinks it does. Yeah. Um. In my head, like it sounds like, oh, I mean, you just haven't
1: been paying, for I much think, attention. because I've been seeing wildness all over the world for years. Like you know. <laughs> yeah. I think <laughs> the main thing was when those guys came out. Um, Cage threw Starks into the metal chair face first, and dude, I actually think you fucking na- nailed his face. That was pretty. So that's was pretty what I was, was getting
0: at earlier when I said he looked incredible at the end of this match. The image of him walking off with that title oh, that is yeah. associated with street fighting, with the blood running down his face. I almost think he kind of hard-weighed himself on purpose for that for that image. Like, I mean, maybe not. I mean, you know, it's wrestling, so everything can happen. But like,
1: I right. and you know, somewhere It's last image, week so. was Ricky Starks considers himself an AW homegrown guy, and when your homegrown guy main events rampage. And you get images like that that are going to be spread throughout the next week. Mm-hmm. It's it's a f- dude. I I enjoyed this spot for Starks. I really like Ricky Starks as time is is going on. That's well. why I think
0: he might be Punk's next. Like maybe not feud, but next match. I think that's because like if Seidel doesn't become a feud, which it could, because yeah, it could because they're setting up Leo, and so Leo could be getting them into a feud. And like Leo is the heat, and Seidel's just like working, you know. Or something yeah. I don't know, but like
1: and starts hitting um, cage with the Rochambeau and pins him to retain the FTW championship. Garrett Team Taz as a trio, another trio. I hope it when TBS comes and maybe like a couple months after that or whatever we get our trios title because they have so many established trios that I'm fans of that I think they could do some really fun stuff with this title. I'm gonna be honest with you.
0: I've never understood the point of factions unless you're gonna have a multi-man championship. Like
1: it ha- exactly. It has to be the idea here is building factions for the champions.
0: Like I'll, I'll I'll go out of a limb here and say that the WWE philosophy of having like one major faction at a time kind of works in a way because yeah, it'd be great to have faction wars. But even New Japan never really went there, you know, because they know how hard that is to book. Because you have to book everybody, you know. I was even just trying to do it in my own personal, like, playing around in 2K19. And booking faction wars is so hard because you have to have either, A, a six-man tag match on multiple cards, which, I mean, whatever, that's fine. I guess it counts as a faction feud, yeah, technically. Technically. But it's not ta- ta- really, like... Yeah. In my opinion, though, you need to have a singles match, you need to have a tag match, and you need to have some kind of multi-man match to blow the whole thing off. And that's at least a couple of months of booking right there if you're doing it correctly. So it's like. So I I understand, but I also don't understand introducing a bunch of factions like they have, without any intention of, at least till this point, putting in that next title. Like people have been wanting for so many years for there to be a six-man tag team title in one of the major promotions. People have been asking. Impact to be the one to do it. And for some reason, Impact just does not try. Mm-hmm. Like, think about how much that could have gotten Impact Eyes if they'd have just done that of all things. But they know, oh, yeah. like everybody else knows, that they the would t- just not they, book it Yeah, we know, you know the title's coming. It's just when is it gonna be here? I mean the young books teased it in their in their bio, but they've also teased things that never happened in their bio before. So it's like, but like <laughs> yet I guess, but like, you know, like it's like the same thing as like I really want to see what it is that they're leading towards with all these factions. Because I just don't like you can introduce all these factions, but if they just kind of exist. Like what has the Dark Order done? What has other than what Brody Lee accomplished, by the way, which is separate in my opinion, because the Dark Order is its own thing now. Well, it you has got to that be. You almost big to... time.
1: Now it's now it's onto the next stage for him.
0: Now it's yeah, now it's on them to live up to that legacy, you know? Um And so far, they just don't know what to do with them. And I almost wonder if it's out of respect for Brody because they don't want to do anything unless they can just put them over, you know, because they don't want to, like, disrespect the legacy. But also any performer would be like, but no, you need to still figure out something for them to do. Don't just have them winning just so that they can win. Because we don't know what to do with them, you know, like which is all I've ever seen the Dark Order do is just win or lose based on their own personal issues, you know, like yeah, which is fine. But you got to do something. Yeah, it's
1: about time that they put that. Gotta do something
0: with these factions. Like, there's so many of them. The super elite have been running things for a while, and there needs to be a faction that steps up. I'm just saying, and none of them are good enough right now to
1: do it. So it's like yeah hey the trio's title it can work i mean that's that's hopefully what what comes up next i just worry because i want that title but i don't want
0: it to be but i also like but if a company is going to screw it up and just not have a team that's credible to put, put it on and then keep it on and then have defend because that title needs to sit on a team for a while dude like that's not a title that you can just hot shot around six man tag title has to be like a really difficult title to
1: get like i feel like super click man that's what you that's your first champion maybe
0: maybe not maybe you throw that on the sidel R- leo uh uh martin thing and you have the elite be the ones to take off of them after them beating everybody in the entire universe you know like yeah um i feel like that would be a hell of a way to like get a bunch of heat on the super click you know um
1: yeah so overall
0: i think rampage thumbs up thumbs down I think I think thumbs in the middle for me this week. I'm gonna be honest, with you. it was good. It wasn't bad, but I don't have like anything off the show besides the Punk Mash that really stood out to me. Like Stark's it was not, image it was not at the, the end, best great.
1: Rampage. But it wasn't a bad Rampage. Exactly, either. it wasn't I, bad either. So for me, I'm gonna give it the thumbs up. I see Punk first Garcia. It gives the thumbs up for me pretty much alone. Um, and then yeah, the main event, which I almost made my uh, favorite of the week.
0: Yeah. I just, I just didn't enjoy the main event as much as you. I thought it was too short. Like you were saying, they cut, they, they either cut some time or whatever. There's still in
1: I looked at, the, I looked at my phone, and I was like, oh, yeah,
0: Jesus. there you go. It's even shorter than we thought. So, but I, this that kind match of,
1: needed more time. When we were talking about the flow of dynamite, you know, for weeks now we've been saying dynamite flows best when it's three matches or rampage flows best when it's three matches. They tried to do four, it might have messed up the timing. Oh true next week
0: one of the matches was only like a minute so like i don't even think of that matter yeah i think they just mistimed the show or something like which is hard because you're taping it you can just recut things like
1: next week we're back to
0: three and it's live next week that's what i don't get about rampage it always feels mistimed but that's the editing that's not they didn't time a show you know what i mean like they just had people come out and if something got screwed up they could just retape it you know what i mean like theoretically Although I don't know that they do that, even though they tape things. which just like, what the point of taping then if you're not going to fix things? Whatever. Yeah.
1: So next week, uh, we're a little out of order. We got Rampage on Friday the 15th and Dynamite on Saturday the 16th. So uh, upcoming on Rampage, Garrett, we got CM Punk versus Matt Seidel. I'm down. Ruby Soho versus The Bunny.
0: Who? Wait, who's
1: that? Inner Circle versus the men, which Chris Jericho, Jake Hager, and Sammy uh, Guevara versus Men of the Year and Junior Dos Santos. Hopefully, this feud's over. <laughs>
0: oh, no. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> I'm sorry. oh no, is this is this Cesaro versus Sheamus yeah. of AEW? <laughs> Fuck,
1: no, I, I think I think. When I say that, I hope Hager turns on him in the main. event. Oh no, it's Dolph Ziggler versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Never mind. <laughs> we need Hager to turn on turn on him in the main event, and I'm down. <laughs> and then dynamite on the 16th. Garrett Dante Martin versus Malachi Black. I hope they give these guys 10 to 15 minutes, no commercials. Let them actually just roll. Not so. Like Dante Martin's
0: gonna kill. Is gonna be killed by.
1: Uh, <laughs> gonna be murdered. <laughs> Live on TV. And then um, going off of last week. We have a triple A tag team championship, so they were pointing to those titles as we were talking about. The yes. Lucha Bros versus masked tag team that Andrade are as close friends to him. They should have attacked him this week. Like, what's the deal? Like, is Triple A just not letting you use
0: their talent but for the match? Like, what the hell is the point of well, that? I don't deal know
1: what that, they're like? gonna
0: do. I, I think it's you know, this is
1: a fun little You know want to think for... it's possible
0: also? I don't think it's actually triple A talent. I think it's somebody that's going to triple A. It,
1: it absolutely could be
0: like someone that's not there yet, but once that triple A signed that they want to get some like pop for. So they're putting them with Andrade and like, maybe Andrade is going to work some dates with triple A or something. I don't know.
1: Um, but like, I'm game. I, don't know, man. Like, I think, I think it could be fun. Um, think, I'm not well, sure. Like it, maybe it that team is, like, is pride and po- proud and powerful. And maybe we get, you know, Ortiz and get them out there. That'd be a fun little just, gimmick.
0: They they could literally just do and I would hate this, but it feels like an AEW thing to do where it's just a masked team. They never reveal who it is, and it just is flat. And that could be it.
1: I'm guessing it's going to be independent wrestlers that people are going to know, and it'll be it'll be a fun little spot. Maybe Taurus, maybe a Laredo Kid. You know, they'll do something with it and. There'll be a couple guys I just, that just people- it's,
0: it's, again, it's one of those things where you're setting yourself up for either success or failure. It really depends on who's under those masks.
1: And if you choose to reveal who that is, you know? Yeah. Because they're not going to get someone that, like, Bandito Wonder ROH contract. That's not happening. But um, <laughs> we got Brian Danielson versus Bobby Fish on AEW Dynamite. So that's an interesting one because,
0: I don't know, it's going to be a weird match, I think, because it'll be good, but I think... There's a little bit of a difference in styles that I think is gonna complement, but I don't know if it's gonna work. Like we'll have to see. I'm sure Danielson can work a match with literally anybody, but like I don't consider like like how we were saying, I don't know that I consider Bobby Fish in that tier yet of like yeah, this is I think dream it's dream be... match. But it could be the moment that elevates him, I think, to that level. Yeah. Um because he's a good worker. We know that. We saw that in the match for the title. But um i'm just not sure we'll have to see like I, I love bobby fish but we just haven't seen enough of him besides what he did as an indie indie yeah, i'm wrestler, excited to you know? see some
1: more uh technical wrestling from him like we saw tonight and uh or saw wednesday and then we will get the aw world title eliminator tournament bracket announcement so we'll probably see the bracket at the end of dynamite It'll be a fun little go home thing
0: I think I like to call them eliminator tournaments because everybody and their brother thinks round robin tournaments are cooler. In fact, they're just weird in wrestling because everybody faces the same people multiple times. Is on that bracket, Garrett. Um,
1: maybe it's okay. So that'd be like a fun little surprise name that we see on there.
0: Brian Danielson. Maybe that's how he gets Kenny to stop avoiding him.
1: Yeah, I'd be cool. Or maybe
0: not. Um, hear me out. Yeah, I don't know. You know who I want to do this? Trying to think, who would I want to see? A fun random person to throw in there would be Luchasaurus, just because he's so Ooh, over. Like, okay, okay. Get a little singles push for Luchasaurus. You even have you can even have Jungle Boy come to the ring with him. You know what I mean? Um,
1: Someone I've been hyping up out of the Dark Order that I would like to see them push. I want to see ten. I want to see press ten Vance on Roads to the okay. Top, which I tuned in a little bit to. He is a trainer at the Nightmare uh, Wrestling Factory.
0: He also trained at the nightmare wrestling factory. So yep.
1: I would love to see 10 show up there and give him a little bit of a shot. Cause every time he's in a match, I feel like he takes full advantage of it. He, he, he knows the crowd. Maybe just, you know, it'd be fun to see him in a, get a spot like that, but no, fuck it. Send hook. <laughs> Send in hook. <laughs> hook versus punk round one. All right. Um, should be a, should be a fun week. I think. Uh, and then obviously, you know, um, oh, next week, you know what? we'll talk I, about I know exactly gonna who, win who I want to see in this but...
0: eliminator tournament. Actually, Who's fucking there? Miro, dude. Let okay. Miro kill half the tournament and then have him get beat by somebody. 100%. Have him dominate the entire thing, look like he's going to dominate the thing completely. See, I, you can do this with Miro because he doesn't need a championship. I feel like. Jade needs to win something to legitimize herself a little bit, you know, like,
1: like he won the TNT title. I mean, maybe, maybe hers is winning the TBS, but I hope it's winning. Great maybe and that's
0: what I'm holding out on. I just don't know, but I they have to book it. Right. I just don't want to see a repeat of the same thing we just got. We just came off of. Cause I was already sick of it after like two weeks of it with Miro, you know, cause I've seen that my entire career as a wrestling fan career, you know, my entire <laughs> time as a wrestling fan, you know? Um, so I just, I want to see new stories and yeah, that's all we need. So.
1: Um, yeah, all in all, I mean, I think we got a nice week ahead of us. We had a good week this week. They're going to, you know, the Dynamite uh, anniversary, and next week we got uh, Miami and Rampage is live, and it'll be a fun stuff. Both live shows next week.
0: Yeah, yeah. Having a live Rampage should be interesting because, I mean, it'll be interesting to see how they time an hour show versus a two-hour show, you know, like live. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it'll be the first show they do in the week, so it'll be really interesting, you know? Um, that's going to be interesting, actually, to see Rampage kick things off. I wonder how that'll affect things booking-wise.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, a little, little flip-flop, a little reverse.
0: With a reversal, oh my god, he's split him in half.
1: No, But anyway, um...
0: Yeah, but that's pretty much it. Uh, I think that's pretty much all we had to talk about. I'm trying to think, was there anything else that we needed to touch on? I think I hit everything pretty much in this episode. Um I say I, I read off like three things and you read off most of it. But um <laughs> but um Oh yeah, anyway, did I have any more good notes? Uh the only thing I wrote on the last one was uh was for the last match I wrote like solid mayhem, not anything interesting, but mayhem. um that's what it was, you know. It was like again, didn't have enough time, but Anyway, yeah, so thank you guys for listening. If you guys have not already, make sure, like I said at the top, to go ahead and follow and subscribe us on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on. And follow us on Twitter. I'm at Bain Duke. Charlie is at – go ahead.
1: Oh, Charlie, with an X instead of an A.
0: All right, and we will see you all next time.
1: Catch you on the flip side, Vision.